Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. Hey friends, welcome again to Small Business Made Simple and happy Father's Day. Yesterday was Father's Day and I hope everybody had a great time out with their dads uh, or even adopted fathers. If you've adopted a dad into your life that uh, you know means a lot to you, then I hope you had an awesome Father's Day and happy Father's Day to any dads listening to the podcast. I don't really count as a dad um, because, well, I guess Ramsey kind of counts. If you don't know, I have a 130-pound French Mastiff who weighs more than most full-grown, well, most full-grown women. So uh, <laughs> I guess that counts as a, uh, you know, a kid. And um, just a shout-out to my dad is we, we own a business together. So we have a, a great relationship, and we have been in business together for partners at least for maybe four or five years. And... Um, he actually owned One Click Agency since maybe 1990-something, maybe the late 90s. And uh, over the past four or five years, we've actually partnered and started growing the business together. So that's a little bit about my dad. And if you ever call the office um, about a website or anything like that, you're probably going to get uh, him on the phone, and he's really involved in the business. And he actually owns, or he actually runs a, a nonprofit called His Haven, and it's for unwed mothers, for children, and people in poverty um, here in upstate New York. And they just launched it back at the beginning of the year, and they're doing amazing. My mom and dad uh, do that together. So that's just a little shout-out to my dad for this Father's Day. I know it's a day late. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about Todd and uh, what he does here at the business. Today, we're going to talk about the seven things you should never put on your website. These are huge no-nos for you. Some of this we have already covered a little bit, but we're going to touch on it again and kind of see it from a different light. And if you have a website and if any of these things are on your website, then you should probably change it. And hopefully this helps you really hone in what you're doing on your website. The first thing today, and we're going ahead and jumping in right now, is tons of words. If your website has tons of words, that is bad. People don't scan or people don't read websites anymore, they actually scan them. Very rarely will you find someone actually take the time to read tons and tons of words on a website. 10, 15 years ago, you could put as many words on a website as you wanted, and you know people would sit there and read them, but in today's culture, people don't want to spend the time sifting their way through paragraph after paragraph, after page after page of just words. It's really just a bad thing to put a ton of words on your website. Again, people scan, they don't actually read. You have less than five seconds to actually capture the attention of a customer. And if you have a ton of words, it's going to take them a lot more time than five seconds to get their attention. So you want short, quick sentences that get their attention, um, bullet points, and uh, again, you have five seconds for them to say, wow, this could be for me, or nope. I'm going somewhere else. So make sure the words you use are not overwhelming your customers. Now, the deeper you go into your website, 
you can get a little, a little bit more thorough with your words. That's totally okay. Again, you don't want a ton, but you don't have to do a sentence here and a sentence there. You can use more paragraphs and that's okay. Less is more. So be thinking about that as you go through your website. Less is more. It's okay if you have minimal words. If you can use those words to explain what your business does and why someone needs to buy from you. Also, why you're going to make their life better, then hey, all the power to you. Less is more. I would actually encourage you to try cutting your word count in half on your website. Um, so go through and just kind of assess and say, wow, you know, we really do have a lot of words on this website. Try cutting it in half. Um, eliminate 50% of the words on your website. It's not going to hurt. A lot of it probably is unnecessary wording that you don't need. So that's a little challenge for you is um, try cutting out 50% of those words. The second thing you should never put on your website is more than three customer reviews. Now you might be asking yourself, whoa, Sam, I thought I want my customers to see how great my business is. What are you saying I don't want more than three customer reviews? Too many reviews on your website takes the focus off of your customer and puts it back on you. In past episodes, we've gone over this. Um, you're not the hero. It's a story brand concept from uh, Donald Miller is you are not the hero. Your customer is the hero. When you put more than three customer reviews on your website, that takes the focus back off your customer and puts it back on you. You don't want that. So no more than three customer reviews should be featured on your website. You know, if you have hundreds of reviews on Google and Facebook, uh, that's amazing. Let them house all your amazing reviews. Pick your top three uh, out of those areas and feature those on your website and call it good. You don't need more than that. They're not going to read all of them. Um, and again, it will take that focus and put it back on you and you don't want that. Now, if you don't have any reviews yet, uh, make sure you listen to last week's podcast. Uh, I teach all about how to get a great customer review for your business. The link is in the show notes. It's, uh, I believe it's called How to Get a Great Customer Review. So go back and listen to last week's episode if you don't even have a customer review yet. And uh, that will really help you get the ball rolling on that. Step three, and this is the third thing that you don't and shouldn't ever want to put on your website. Pictures that have nothing to do with your business. I think this goes without saying, but you would be really, really surprised uh, what I found on websites. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? This has nothing to do uh, with what your business does. Uh, you want your pictures to show your customers happily engaging with your business. Smiling faces, using a product, smiling faces as they open the door, looking at their brand new brand new uh, lawnmower or their brand new mowed lawn, one or the other. You know, you want them smiling, looking out a window at their new roof on their house. They're smiling. They're out in the lawn. Uh, looking at the workers as they continue to put on the shingles, something like that where it shows um, your customers are happy with what you do. Your main photo shouldn't be a brick wall when you're a website design company. I've seen that and it made no sense. So I mean like the main photo was literally a brick wall uh, above the fold of their website and it was just like, okay, that's kind of pointless. And uh, again, if you're a financial advisor, you don't want a mountain background that may be cool, but it does nothing for your website. It doesn't, you, your website only has so much space and you only have so much time to capture their attention. So why would you use a picture that doesn't actually point back to your business and help you? 
and I have seen the mountain background thing that it, it just doesn't work. Now, instead, you want smiling customers so your new customers can see how great it is to do business with you. Okay, simple, great, great idea. And you don't want, again, pictures that have nothing to do with your business. Number four uh, that you don't want to put on your website is words that you think are clever but are actually confusing. This is another huge one. And I have an example. Okay, can you guess what kind of business this is? I actually went to a website and I actually searched a specific niche because I knew that this one, uh, this specific niche, had a lot of times doesn't explain what they do very well. And uh, they kind of try to get too clever. So I, I Googled this specific niche, looked at maybe two or three websites, and this one came up. And I'm just like, okay, I have to include this on the podcast. So this is literally the first set uh, sentence or set of words that I actually saw upon coming and landing on this website. Here's what they said. A certification of skill, a commitment to serve. And then uh, they had that layered on top of a photo of a train bridge um, over a river, and that was the background. So let me read that again. A certification of skill, a commitment to serve. And again, the background is like a train over a river. What would you guess um, this business does? I mean, it could be a restaurant, they serve, they, a certification of skill, and they, they serve, okay, restaurants serve, so it could be a restaurant, a physical trainer maybe, they have to be certified and skilled, and they're always serving you, so it could be a physical trainer, maybe a touring service, um, because the bridge and the train going over the mountain, uh, over the river, maybe it's like a touring service, and they have certified drivers or train engineers or whatever, and they want to serve you as they go over the tour, I don't know. Maybe it's an Olympic trainer. That's another one. They have to be certified and they are committed to serving you. Um, those are all options, you know, guessing on what words we just read off that website and, you know, the, the picture in the background. And actually, it's a financial planner, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, I was a little surprised when I came upon that website. And that's what I'm going back to is words that you think are clever but are actually confusing and have nothing to do with your business. I mean, yes, you have to be certified to be a financial planner and yes, you're committed to serve, but that has nothing to do with the main agenda of what your business does and how you're going to help someone. I mean, I, when I came to the website, I didn't know what you did or what they did. And, um, they literally could have said something simple like this certified financial planners committed to serving you pretty much the same exact words, just worded differently. And then I put in financial planner. Now I know what they do and how they can help me and even how to buy from them. And they need to change the background that has the train over the river too. Don't get confusing or clever with your pictures. All right. We just said that before. But that's an example of why cute and clever just doesn't work. And hopefully that kind of gives you an example of, you know, why you shouldn't be <laughs> trying to do something extremely clever, but really just ends up being confusing on your website. I wanna take a second and tell you about a free resource that we have here at One Click Agency, and it's called Five Mistakes You Could Be Making on Your Website. I know this kind of goes along with what we've already been talking about, but if you are spending time and money sending people to your website every single day, so you're using search engine optimization, you're paying for social media, you're paying for Google AdWords, you're really pushing word of mouth to get people to your website, and you know it's working. People are going to your website, 
but your website has never gotten you a sale and never gotten someone to go to your business and never gotten a phone call or those things are just trickling in, then your business needs to download our free PDF, five mistakes you could be making on your website. It's packed with great tips. You will have no problem implementing today on your website. Uh, These changes are actually really, really cheap to do. And some of them are, most of them actually are just completely free. They're not going to cost you anything to change. Um, To read the PDF, it takes maybe 10 minutes and it has five really valuable ideas that you, the business owner, can implement on your website in no time at all. And if you can't do it, then just send it to the person that takes care of your website and they can do it. You can download this free PDF at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And that's all spelled out, so no numbers. And I can drop the link in the show notes for you as well, so you can grab it there. All right, back to the seven things you should never put on your website. We are on to number five. And number five is too many pop-ups or gadgets. Now, gadgets can really just be distracting. Um, These can be like a review catcher or support chat, etc. And those things are great and there is a place for them. I've seen them on websites and they do great. The review catchers, they kind of can be a little distracting. The support chat has been a huge help to me when I'm on specific websites, um, but not when it's constantly popping up and just, oh, come talk to us, chat. Do you have a question? Just leave it in the bottom corner and keep it out of the way if you need to put that on your website. Um, It can just be overkill and just annoying when you're visiting a website. And the same thing with the review catchers where it's, hey, leave us a review. I haven't even done business with you. Why would I leave you a review? Um, Those things can just be a little bit much and really deter people from your website if it's just over (laughs) overdone. So be careful with those. Um, They also make your your website load time much longer. So the more of those gadgets and pop-ups you have, uh, the longer it's going to take for your site as a whole to load for your customer. And people like a fast website that's up and going very quickly. They can also be annoying. I know I said that before. Too many pop-ups and gadgets really deter me. I'm sure they deter you as well from a website. And I'm sure the same is for your customers. So be careful about that. You only need maybe one pop-up, if that. I know that pop-ups can be annoying, but um, they are effective. So you just need one, and we've talked about it before. This is for your lead generator or lead magnet. Um, so if you have a free PDF that you want people to download, that is where you would use a pop-up. And give it about 10 to 12 seconds before it actually shows up on the website so that it's not like they just get blasted with it as soon as they land on the website. Now, number six is you don't want an about page that is all about you. So this page shouldn't start with, well, in 1998, my uncle founded the company and here we are 20 years later, we have 17 employees, dot, dot, dot. No, you don't want that. The, your about page, I know it says about, but it's not about you. This is about your customer. Michael Hyatt has an amazing about page that I'm going to read to you. Um, he's an incredible leader, leadership mentor and author. And I actually just read, finished reading his book called um, Free to Focus. Fantastic book. I would highly recommend it. And this is what I found directly on his website under his about page. And this is what it says. If you're like most most of my readers, you're already a highly or a high achieving leader. You're committed to making big contributions at work and seeing big results. But 
you're not just looking for one-dimensional success. You want to thrive in other domains of life. Your relationship with family and friends, your health, your spiritual and intellectual growth, your hobbies, passions, and interests, your legacy in the lives of people around you. You're after long-lasting, multi-dimensional success, and that really matters. Winning in all of life's domains improves the lives of everyone around you. Your team enjoys more joyful, fulfilled, a more joyful, fulfilled leader. Your family rests assured that they're number one in your life. Plus, you have the energy, creativity, and stamina you need to be the best at work and at home. Now, Michael Hyatt could have said, you know, I went to college in 1985, and from there I decided to, you know, get certified as a life coach, and I'm a skilled, best-selling author, and have written over 12 books. Hire me. Instead, he focuses his about page on his customers instead of himself. If you go back and listen, there's nothing about him in that whole thing. It's all about his customer. His about page was not about him. So as a business owner, you need to shift your focus on your about page from you to your customer. And that's exactly what he did. And he did a phenomenal job with that, actually. Number seven, um, this is the last thing you should never put on the homepage of your website. And this is a little bit industry terminology here, but a call to action button that is different from all the other ones. So you don't want your call to action buttons to be completely different and not uniform. Now, if you're wondering what a call to action button is, it's actually the button that you put on a website that asks your customers to engage with your business. So for example, this could be a buy now button, schedule appointment, schedule an appointment, um, you know, schedule a meeting, etc. And in episode three, we actually talk about all of these kinds of buttons and where you should put them. And I will link that in the show notes. Now, going back to this though, you want them to be uniform and to match. You also don't want them one button to say, oh, buy now, and then scroll down the website and the next one says schedule a meeting. You want to make it as easy as possible for your customers to do business with you. When it's confusing and there are different call to action buttons, they're different colored, they say different things, they're you know not laid out properly at all, then that's just, just going to confuse your customers and they're not going to buy from you. I'm, really, I hate to say it, but they're not going to. So you want your call to action buttons to be the same and what you should never put on your website is a call to, call to action buttons that are all different. All right, let's go ahead and recap the seven things you should never put on your website. I will list all of these in the show notes for you to check out later if for some reason you forgot. And you know you can always rewind the podcast or scroll back and listen again. Uh, but here are the seven. Number one is tons of words. Two, you don't want more than three reviews. Three, pictures that have nothing to do with your business. Four, words that you might think are clever, but are actually confusing. Five, too many pop-ups and gadgets. Six, an about page that is all about you. And seven, a call to, uh, call to action buttons that are all different. These are seven things you should never put on your website. If they're on your website, I would encourage you to go ahead and start changing them now. It's not hard. A lot of this is actually subtracting. It's not like you have to put anything new on your website. So you don't have to pay a ton of money to get it done. You can pretty much do all of these by by yourself or on your own. And again, I'll put 
I listed these in the show notes for you so you can have them as a reference and get right to work. If you're thinking to yourself, you know, I love this episode, but I would love to learn about, say, social media, and that's actually a plug, we're going to learn about social media next week, then you need to message me. You can message me on LinkedIn, Sam Moss, uh, Sam Moss, Elmira, New York, if you search that. And then also, you can find me on Instagram at Sam Moss 5. That's my handle there. I'll put those links in the show notes. And again, if you, you know, you like this topic, but you'd love to hear about a different topic in the future, then I would love to hear from you. And I would love to do a podcast on it. So make sure you give me uh, some feedback on what we can do different and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you haven't subscribed or review the podcast yet, uh, make sure to do so. It really helps get the word out about the podcast. And, uh, you know, I actually, I just want to tell you about this. We had um, a lady in, I believe it was Great Britain, um, listening to the podcast last week for the first time. And she stumbled across uh, the episode, episode number one, actually, about elevator pitches. And uh, she messaged me on Instagram and said how much she loved the podcast. And uh, I gave her some tips on her elevator pitch because she took the advice from the podcast and I was able to help her hone it in just a little bit more. And she was thrilled about it. And um, Hazel, if you're listening to this, thanks so much for reaching out and uh, keep up the good work in Great Britain, all right? Next week, I'm having my good friend, Amy Brennan, on the podcast. We haven't had a guest yet and I am thrilled and really excited about this. She is a social media guru. And here is a short uh, snippet or preview of what we cover in next week's podcast episode. And the great thing about Facebook ads, and you're right, we could talk about them forever, is the, <laughs> is the amount of targeting that's included, right? Okay. So not only can you target, obviously, men, women, location, but you can even target other people's audiences. I cannot wait for you guys to hear that interview next week with Amy Brennan. She does an absolutely amazing job with her business. And it was a lot of fun recording that podcast with her. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss it. Thanks for joining me today on Small Business Made Simple. Remember, we want your competitors to see your customer reviews and say, wow, why didn't we think of that?